Welcome to the Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. Larry is the author of over 40 books, the founder of Dove International, a worldwide family of churches and ministries in six continents, and has over 50 years of leadership experience. He and his guests will share inspirational leadership insights from their journey with God. These insights, gleaned from serving leaders in many nations, will transform your life and leadership. For more information on Larry's books and resources, visit LarryKreider.com. Welcome to the Larry Kreider Leadership Podcast. Larry Kreider here today with my long-term friend, Brian Sauter. Welcome back on the podcast. Thank you. It's so awesome to be here. What an honor to well, we're participate. To yeah, wow. We're, today, Brian, this is going to be so exciting. It's today, we're, we obviously focus on leadership week after week. And today, we want to talk about how to build healthy teams. And there's a lot of tools around to use, and there's one that you're going to talk about. It's my favorite, all-time favorite. Wow. It is. And uh, we were in the team profile. We want to talk about that. Before that, this stuff is taught in our school, mm-hmm. Dove Global Leadership School. Tell us about the school. You've led the school for more than 25 years, and it's been helping people all over the world. I mean, a pastor just this week told me, he said, we have 40 people in our church went through that school. It's been life-changing for our church. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So tell us about the school. And then yeah, we'll, well the, the Dove Global School has had different it's taken different forms over right. the years, but this last season we have a live campus in uh, New Holland, Pennsylvania, yes. and then a live uh, live stream on the web. Right. So we have campuses out at different places. That, in fact, right now with our current school year, we have a live stream to Cape Town, South Africa. Wow. We have a live stream to Winnipeg, Manitoba. Wow, that's we have cool. a live stream uh, in Virginia, Crossroads sure. Virginia right. Church there. Sure. And uh, so it's uh, it's really focused on leadership and ministry development. So kind of our backdrop is Ephesians 4, where it talks about some are called to leadership to equip all for ministry. So everybody in the body of Christ is called to minister, and some, many actually, are called to leadership. And so we want to train on those two levels. And uh, then we have a total online, on-demand version of the school that anyone can take around the world. We have pastors and leaders in India and Africa, in Europe, Mm -hmm. and many other places. Yes. in Canada and so forth that are are doing that totally online. It's the same core content, same curriculum as what yeah. we do in our live school and our live stream schools. It's been amazing just to see how it's been helping people uh, every year. Just so how do people find out again. about the school? How do they find well, out Well, you can it? go to, the, it's, it's a page on the Dove website, and you just go there and click on training and right. training schools, and then it'll, it'll pop up. And it actually, it'll show you both of those. We'll find it in the show notes, but it'll show you all three aspects. If you're right. from outside of the U.S. and you want to do it uh, live. In fact, recently we've had uh, churches take a group of people through the online school together. So think about this. Yep. Uh, there's like 20 people tonight. from a, like a church in New Jersey, and they are going to all do the online school individually together. And so they're meeting every month to review what they're learning. And, so individually, anytime during the day for yeah, themselves they can personally? binge and do it okay. all night long or okay. after on their break at work and whatnot. And how do they meet together? How, what's that look like? Well, they, they come together at the church at a conference room gotcha. or at wherever, at uh, somebody's house. And then each, there's nine learning paths in the online school. And they usually meet once for each learning path. Got and it. they discuss what they're learning. They ask questions and discuss. So it's like a class. 
classroom doing it together, but they actually do it online at their own convenience. Yeah, I have pastors who are at our nation, and the nation is talking about that right now, doing that, because I love that concept. A great yeah, it's concept. a new, it's really just caught on yeah. in popularity, and uh, it really works, allows people's schedules to be flexible to get it done. Yeah. When people get trained together, right, it exactly. just helps leaders so much build healthy teams, because people are making decisions the same way, they're following biblical concepts, principles, learning together. It's just a, just a powerful thing. So yeah. thank you. And thanks for your faithful leadership for all these years in this school. And now it's at a place where it's changing lives all over the world. And we're so grateful. Yeah, it's been a real blessing and a real rewarding yeah, experience for me to be able to do that. Yeah. So ch- check out the show notes. All that's on the show notes, all the information about that. Let's get into our focus uh, topic for today, the team profile or the role preference inventory or whatever you want to call it. Talk to me about that. What it, again? I love. I love this. I mean, I, I've done disc. I've done three sixties. I've done all this stuff, and they're all great. But this is my favorite. This helped me the most over the years. It's amazing, Brian. But it really has. Talk to us about the history of the team profile. Wow, that's amazing to hear. I, I'm totally jazzed as well about the team profile. It's been one of the most helpful things for myself. And we do, like you said, we do it in our training schools. And uh, the team profile was originally uh, designed by a guy named Bob Beal. Yeah, and uh, he has like this. He's a believer, but he has this kind of consulting business, helping churches, helping businesses, and so forth. And and uh, he originally, when it first came out, would have been in the eighties. And and uh, Bob Beal came up with. He observed that every project has like three parts of it, and that would be the design part, the develop part, and then the the manage part or the mm-hmm. stable part of it. Mm-hmm. And and so what? That's not rocket science. He would say, in fact, there's a great video on his website. He just explains in 30 minutes, like how he came about sure. the whole thing. Very, very helpful. And uh, but uh, he he just talked about that and realized that's not a new idea that a project has different phases to it. But what he discovered was that individuals have a preference for what some of those phases. It's a, a more natural, a sweet spot that they actually prefer one of those right. phases. Like, And then he spread it out even further so that there are designers and then a, a next category of combined designer, developer, and then developer, and then a next combined category of, of designer stable, and then the category of stable. So he actually broke each project into five phases and then on top of that, he identified, and that's what the profile does for us, right. is that it helps us to identify which phase we prefer. Yes. So they, in the beginning, it was called the role preference. And I actually kind of like that a little better, even though team profile is very descriptive because it's a great team builder tool, but um, it, because it identifies the role that you prefer. So you can be working on a job in a church or a business, and you can do what you have to do, but this is more designed towards uh, finding um, the role that you prefer yes, and where you're, yeah. you get the most energy, where you want right. to go to work in the morning, right. where you don't want to leave in the afternoon, right. and, and where you're really using doing what you're created to do. And then on top of those five phases, he also developed three different levels. There's the presidential level, the vice president level, and the strong player. And then within the phases, there you have also one of those levels. 
And then it really helps to identify who you are and what what is your best, you know, to look at it this way, best producing, best functioning right, role. Right. So it's kind of, it's all mm. about getting the round peg in the round hole. Like that's what, that's why it's such a good team builder. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, Brian, I have a confession to make when you know, I've been involved in leadership now 50 some years. And when I was a younger leader, I really thought everybody felt like me, thought like me, preferred what I preferred. Gotcha. And I realized how wrong I was and how much then I needed desperately people around me on the teams that I've led who are different than me and have different role preferences. And, and it's, it was life. That's why this was so life changing for me. Are these? Can you find this in the Bible? What you know? As you, yeah. Um, you know, I, we, we, like the phases, for example. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I it, it doesn't you know have chapter and verse like okay, here's you know right. this and and so forth. But what we do as we you know what Bob discovered, we look in the Bible and we find in the Bible like David was the designer, like he designed the temple yes, and good. the worship patterns. He good. wrote that out, but he never developed it. Like that's he never a built great the example. Temple. And so. There's our designer, and we have Nehemiah over in, in Nehemiah chapter 2, 3, and 4, where Nehemiah planned and oversaw the rebuilding of Jerusalem. So he was he planned it, but he also developed right. Like He did it. That's he good. had to see it work with his hands, and that's that sweet spot for that designer developer. Uh, they want to do it one time and, and get the thing done, and then they're done. We'll maybe talk some more about that. Then a developer would be a great example in the Bible of a developer. Developers would be the disciples who follow Follow Jesus' pattern of ministry. That's like true. they took what they he said, go and yeah. preach the gospel and heal the sick and you know cast out devils. They took that and they did all kinds of different miracles sure. and signs and wonders and walked on water and you know all these kind of different things. They they developed the basic concepts that Jesus gave them in in many many different ways. We read that all through the Gospels and all through the Correct. New Testament. The developer stable, a good example in the Bible would be Gideon, who followed God's instructions to defeat the Midianites. Like there was instructions that were given specifically for that, and he followed through that developer stable. And yeah. and so it wasn't necessarily a new idea. It was instructions that God gave before, how to beat the Midianites and the Philistines and so forth. We find that in Judges 6 and 7. And then probably just the stable phase would, would you know, we kind of get this where Jethro tells Moses to delegate. That's like good. he goes, hey, we're going to, we need to rule and lead Israel for a long time. So we got to figure out a way to do it that builds stability. You can't do it all yourself. You got to set up these guys who can take the mantle and, and help the people resolve conflict and, and judge everything. And so so we actually do find these uh, five phases that Bob Beale identified. So sorry, Bob, you didn't. Uh, they're not original to you. They're actually original to God. Exactly. They're in the Bible, right? Exactly. You know? So when you look at these five phases, and I like like the, the first phase, the designer is somebody that basically has the ideas. They may, they probably do not implement it. Is that correct? Correct. Like for a designer, the project is done after they have to come up with the idea. Okay. Like they don't even have to see it done one time. But so there's a there's a terminology that we use to kind of help you decide which one of the phases okay. you are. And uh, so what we find is um, like in get in your mind in an area of confidence and competence, something that you've never seen before. What is your role that that you would prefer? So kind of on a blank sheet of paper, okay. the, a designer 
a pure designer would be the person who just comes up with the idea and throws the paper aside and hands it off to the next person. That's a pure pure designer. The designer developer Mm -hmm. has the idea, but they have to see it work one time. They have to see that developed. and, And the developer, the pure developer, they have seen something done one time, and now they're going to maximize it. Right. Like, why reinvent the wheel? Right. I saw it happen one time, so now we're going to put four of these on yeah. a car. We're going to put, you know, 18 of these on a truck. And, and just yeah. that's that designer phase. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and then designer stable phase is more of a problem solver. They have something that's working now. We're going to tweak that. And then the the stable phase is, is also a kind of a problem solver, but they're more dedicated to the long-term uh, uh, success of the project. Sure. So, so that's the manager who is managing. I like the back. I oftentimes use McDonald's as an example yeah. because uh, there's a there's actually a movie about this. It's uh, it's called The Founder. With it's about Ray Kroc, who's played by Michael right. Keaton, and he it it shows how the McDonald's brothers invented this idea of a fast food burger, and then Ray Kroc came along right. and duplicated and you know and so forth and developed it and turned it into really it's really a real estate empire because. Mm. Mm-hmm. All the restaurants are owned by McDonald's Corporation. So McDonald's Corporation owns the highest, most valued real estate around the world because they own the loca- they own the real yeah. estate. It's quite amazing, and uh, that was part of Ray Kroc's contribution. But then each each the business is locally owned, and then each McDonald's needs right. a manager that's going to work there for ten years, twenty years. They're going to you know. Like the design is pretty much done with McDonald's. You know, there's a burger and a few months later it comes out looking a little different with a different name. Then, you know, six months later it goes back to the original. So there's not a lot of design left in McDonald's, but right. it's in that stable phase. And right. that person that'll work there for 20 years, be the shift manager, the employees love them, they make money and they solve problems a little bit differently. I never thought of this till now, but I wonder if some cultures... It would people in certain cultures would be emphasizing different areas. For example, I have a friend from China who told me once. He said he's a Christian leader. He said, "You guys in America, he said you guys design all this stuff and come up with all this stuff." He said, "But we take it and we make it better, yeah. and we make it cheaper." He said, "We really make it happen." Yeah. So that may even be an example of that, even even in different cultures. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that I agree that 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 must that is at least. Partially true, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Now, these three levels you talked about, mm-hmm. go over that again. That's so, so powerful, so important. Sure. The the levels, and I'll just, there's a little tool in the in the team profile okay. where you go through and decide for okay. yourself. So the team profile, we have them here at Dove, but I mean, you can buy them online sure. for about $10. It's very self-explanatory. And, and so you can do it. You can sure. buy one and go through it yourself, or you can have somebody come and present it to your whole leadership team. We just had a church in Canada buy 25 of these. Wow. They're taking every leader and potential leader in the whole church through it. Wow. And, the, and and so I was just helping like the leaders themselves do it, but then they're going to take everybody through. And, um, and But next week, I have a, I'm doing presenting for a, a local business for like 10 mm-hmm. or 12 of their employees, just presenting these concepts. So they're having somebody from the outside come and do so it. If somebody would want someone to come in and do this for them in their business, in their church, in their ministry, you'd be willing to do that. Yeah, sure. I do that. And sure. Uh, yeah. And I, I did it for 
local ministerium here a couple of weeks ago. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, and then, you know, but it is, you can do it yourself too, and right. the concepts, but it, for a team building tool, it can be good to have somebody from the outside. So to answer your question, the different levels, um, the, the level number one is a presidential captain, and that is the person in charge of everything. Right. And, um, and, and literally the term is like when the pressure is on, and the crowd is going to cheer or jeer at your success. Yeah. Are you willing and ready to make a decision? That's yeah. the presidential captain. And uh, it's interesting, but not that many people really right. want to be the presidential right. captain. A lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And uh, but, but that's the presidential captain. And the next level is the middle captain. And that's kind of like your, your uh, shift manager, mm-hmm. your division head, uh, you know, that next level of leadership. They're in level of leadership. They're more of a number two person. They don't really, at the end of the end of the day, they don't want the buck to have to stop with them. Right. You know, uh, uh, they enjoy leading the team, but not necessarily being in charge of everything. And then a strong player uh, definitely is not in charge of everything, but they are respected. They give input and they just make the thing work. And and so we have five phases and then we have uh, three levels, the presidential level, the vice presidential level or middle captain, I should say. There's different mm-hmm. terms and also the strong player. And so what we find is that as people go through this instrument, the team profile, uh, they find not only their rule preference, but also their level. And that helps them really see, like you find out, like, uh, which of these people would not be a parachute jumper? Okay. Right. But it's not going to be the stable person down here right. who is a strong player. Like, no, it's going to be somebody out there, a designer, developer, who's going to do this once and, and whatnot. Or which of these persons is going to be a routine accountant doing budgets and doing books every day? Well, that's more the, that's going to be like a strong player in the in the stable phase and mm-hmm. and so in fact Bob Beale is fond of saying like when I find out your your team profile and your level I can predict 40,000 things about you wow <laughs> and you're oh, wow. like what does that mean how does he know so much about me and he's really just talking about like the the dictionary of occupational titles and he's saying like there, there's probably for each phase and for each level there's like 40,000 job titles that they would really be a good fit for so and it's about what you prefer sure it's your sweet spot mm-hmm. It's where, you know, uh, we use the term getting the right people on the bus, which is a term that comes from good to great uh, with Jim Collins. Getting Mm -hmm. the right right people on the bus and in the right seat on the bus. And I was just, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was talking to a local ministerium here, and uh, and this would be 2022. The Philadelphia Phillies made it all the way to the World Series. They had the highest payroll of any team in Major League Baseball. They were paying more than every for everything than any other team in the league for their players and they had amazing home run hitters but they didn't have pitchers and they ended up they they won a couple games in a world series but then pitching took over and the opposition team uh, and we live near philadelphia so that's why it's real sure, TV. Sure. but in a 2022 world series the phillies lost because they didn't have pitchers they had they didn't have the right people on the team they spent all this money to get hitters but at the end of the day the world series was won by the team that had better pitching because the pitching overruled the hitting and like I, I like that term like let's get the right people on the bus I love it too and get them to the right seat on the bus as well now would there be times that you might be a presidential captain in one setting and you might be a team player in another setting yeah and there certainly is and, and that really comes back to your preference like right. like we can all work in titles that are not necessarily 
or positions or roles that are not necessarily right, our favorite, right, right. but our preference, you know, it would be to find long term sure. that role that is our sweet spot. So we kind of find, you know, and this is information just mm-hmm. coming right from the team profile. We find the real you, like where you, what you're good at, what your desires are. And it's great because the others know what to expect of you when, when you get into that spot. And, and so you find a sense of personal fulfillment that is long term and, and that you won't achieve if you're in a non-preferred role mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and we find self-acceptance like it's okay to be me like uh, this is me like for myself I'm a designer developer so I found over the years that like every one or two years like I need a new project I'm okay mm-hmm. managing and develop and working developing what I already right. have but every one or two years I find that I need a new project and that's just how I'm made and I'm right. ready to take something new on climb a new mountain uh, you know learn research a new item and implement and build it like the school was a part of that like hey let's now we've been doing the school for a number of years let's build an online school now and and you know let's research that in fact that was like my master's program my graduation culminating project was designing and building that online school and and it's like where i have you know where you have natural energy and the other thing i would say is it's easier to say no when you're Mm. looking at yourself or other people in your organization it's you you know a manager might say oh no that's not really you it's easier to say no let's not put that but the person might have an opportunity we all have opportunities coming our way and we might say no that's not really me i don't want to take that opportunity even though it might be a promotion or it might be a change or or, or whatnot and we found that it you know that it also leads to a greater harmony in in the workplace in families and uh it's really about getting the right person in the right right position it it reduces turnover in a business or church or in ministry and it reduces burnout as well speaking of burnout is there a burnout level yeah and and there's there's uh, there's a there's an aspect of the uh, team profile that has to do specifically with burnout and and really it has to do with the phase that you're in so the designer like they're burned out if they have if they after they have the idea and they ha- if they have to implement it yeah they, they lose they race out. like they're burned yeah. out like just after having the idea they're ready to hand it off to the next person and think about solving another problem so really mm. there's not that many of those people in the world but uh, so the the designer developer Developer, their level of burnout is after they've seen it done one time, mm-hmm. or like Bob Beale's fond of saying, when the first when the project is seven eighths done. Like they're done. Like they're already thinking about the next thing. So they came up with the idea, and now I have this engine. It's a new kind of engine, and it's working. And now I'm thinking already. You know, here's you know about designing a spaceship or something else. Right, they burned right. out and lost. The developer, which is more some of my area, develop designer, developer, developer. They would tend to burn out after two years. Like there is a time frame where if they don't get something new to work on every two years. So think about the value of that person to your organization. You have a growing organization so you always you always have that person that's taking on these new projects mm-hmm. like oh we want to start and we we have a great market in the u.s but now we want to start a market in canada or in europe or you know you so you always looking for that person who's a developer that's gonna 
arm wrestle that thing into existence for, for the next two years. Now, developer stable, they would tend to be uh, more uh, a four-year window. They burn okay. out after four okay. years. And, and the, the stable phase, they like they, if they're in the right place, like they'll manage McDonald's for 20 years That's or 30 amazing. years, and they'll just be as happy as a lark and, <laughs> and just be, you know, keep keep doing that over and 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 so there is but that same stable person would burn out if they had to create the new marketing right. campaign for McDonald's they'd right. be like toast yeah. like they couldn't do it they just wouldn't perform well yeah. in it at all and 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 so like there's different things that would cause burnout yeah. and and um, like if that designer had to do his idea, yeah. then he would burn out. But if the stable person had to design something, right. then he or she would burn right. out as well. It's entirely gender neutral. Men and women over all different yeah. levels, over all different uh, uh, phases as well. I love it. I mean, as I said in, in the beginning of the podcast, it's my favorite profile. It's helped me personally so much over over many years. And uh, what about honor words? Are there honor words for each yeah, phase? Yeah, we find um, that for each phase, there are honor words as well. So that would be like if you're at a dinner where they're honoring guests at the yeah, dinner, like yeah. what word would you like to would you like to hear about right, yourself? Right. So so that word for the designer, that word would be brilliant. Like oh, you are brilliant. You have great ideas and and that has to do with that design phase, that create that that is what would feed them and, and honor them. For the designer developer, uh, we like to use the word wise. Huh. Like you are a wise person and you have, have been able to not just take that, come up with an idea, but you've been able to make it work. And uh, the honor word for the developer is courageous. So now you have taken something you saw one time and you have put it, you have set up the assembly line now and we're making this thing, uh, making it work. So you took the courage to, and which they all include some level of risk, right? Sure. Uh, and uh, the developer stable has the honor word faithful. So, um, and, and the stable has the word loyal with it. So I'm going to just explain that just a bit here because the... Um, the designer thinks it, the designer developer tries it, the developer sets goals and meets those goals, and the designer stable and the stable are problem solvers. Wow. So they, they, are, um, they are adapters. They're, they're adapting, um, uh, adapt, they call it, it calls adapting samples. So we find the developer, designer, developer, designer stable and stable are all uh, uh, good at adaptive samples, using something else that's been done before and growing. But then the designer stable and the stable are problem solving. There's two kind of problem solvers, and they kind of go back to these honor words. The developer stable, uh, their honor word is faithful, and they're faithful to the task solving the problem. Whereas the uh, stable phase, their honor word is loyal because they're faithful to the people. Mm. So there's two different words and that's the different distinct distinction. Uh, and so in the developed stable phase and the stable phase, we find that we call them problem solvers. In fact, um, Bob Beal wrote a book just about that, and uh, like, and, and the title of the book is "Stop Setting Goals If You Would Rather Solve Problems." Wow! And I remember when I was elected to our local school board, I gave this book to our superintendent because because I saw that it would help her because she was you know driven by goals, and yet she really functioned much better when she had a, a situation just to get in the middle of and solve. And but yeah. everybody else wanted her to set goals. The Department of Education wanted her to set 
set goals. The local local teachers, everybody wanted her set goals. But she was much better at problem solving and getting in got the weeds and solving this and so forth. And so the the context of this of this book is um, is that you can be a great leader of a company, a church, or an organization, and still just be a problem solver. You don't have to be a goal setter, which a lot of people find really releasing and really, really mm-hmm. freeing as mm-hmm. well. Um, so in we especially find that in the developer stable and the stable, like like the McDonald's Corporation, there's not a lot of change happening now. Right, like there's, right. So there's a person, so the next problem to solve might be we want to expand our market from the u.s to canada canada so that it could be a goal but if you take it on as a problem to solve right then that that gives energy to that person right and so so it, it makes them function well and and perform well got this, and, and gives them joy sure. you know at the end of the day got this question for you brian what do you do you talk about the three levels the presidential captains the middle captain and the strong team players what do you do if you're on a team and you are a presidential captain but let's let's say there's two Two or three presidential captains on that team, and often then there's conflict. Yes. Uh-huh. So, what do you recommend? Well, I think we're looking for the role preference. So, you want to look for the long term role of the org. Excuse me, long term success of right. the organization. So, over time, you would want to find, like we use the term sometimes, a different mountain for yeah. each of those. Right presidential captains to own so it could be a mountain underneath the main mountain you know or it could be their own maybe as a parallel company in the same organization Mm -hmm. and so forth but over time if those if those people have character they can work together for a long time but you're really not maximizing all that god made them to be Mm -hmm. to your organization whether they're pastors or uh business leaders or or non leaders in a non-profit you're really not maximizing all of their potential to really to the the earth, the kingdom of God, yeah. and 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 the possibility whether it's business or a nonprofit. Something I've seen over the years is if you have like designer developers, a few of those on a team, mm-hmm. and their presidential captains also, that it'll work if there's an opportunity somewhere in every person's life to lead something. To have their own anthill, I've heard Correct, it said yeah. already, you yeah. know, uh-huh. to lead something. And then they, they can work under another leader on a team who works fine as long as they have something somewhere. Something that, they can own. That they're championing. Yeah, and have be a champion that? for it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I would totally concur. I mean, and, and we talk about this with church planning as yeah. well, um, that, you know, when, when we're church planning, like a, a spiritual son might be happy to be raised up and be the youth pastor for a period of time right. or, or be an associate pastor over a period of time. But if they're really a presidential captain over time like hey there's a great potential church planter to send out to start a new church and give right. that person his own anthill or her own right. anthill right. or her own uh, you know mountain or whatever you want to call it and so it, it really has a lot of dynamics with servant parallels into servant leadership raising up training and releasing and and so delegating good. to people yeah. and it happens a lot of times in in a, on a local level first before mm. it before it goes yeah. out to like you know when we're talking about church planning if somebody wants to plant a church and and and, um, you know, 
We, you know, but they've never led a small group. Like, right. okay, well, let's back up here a sure. little bit. And hey, why don't you and your wife start a small group? Give them a path. Give yeah, them a process. Yeah, you know, exactly. start a small group and then yeah. raise up a leader and mm-hmm. start a second group and multiply yeah. that. And and then if you can do that micro, micro multiplication, then you really might have potential to multiply out and start mm-hmm. another church as yeah, we've well. We've often said there should never be church splits in the kingdom, but lots of church multiplications. Yeah, and church right. multiplications when you set up a path for someone help them achieve that goal that God's placed in their hearts. Brian, this has been amazing. We're out of time. Any, any last-minute thoughts you have uh, before we close down today? Again, check out the show notes, all this information about Bob Beal, Royal Preface Inventory, uh, the Devil Leadership Ministry School, Global School. All, all this is on, is on these show notes. Anything else you'd like to say in closing? Well, I just want to, I just want to say that this has been very helpful Whenever we teach this in any of our schools, yeah. like we just get incredible feedback, and we and, and we want they, um, I love the fact that it allows you to be who God created you to be. Yes. And as a leader of an organization, it allows you, as a servant leader, to help everybody in the organization be who God created That's them right. to be. That's and, right. You know, it's not about hiring or firing. It's it's more about helping people maximize their potential. And if you're a leading organization, and you're all even if they're like whatever, it's real estate. It's all your salespeople are maximized, you know, and released. Then they they that benefits you back comes back and benefits you because it just lifts you as everybody your all of your employees or your team are maximized then it just lifts you as well and uh, and then everybody is you know in that place of personal fulfillment they have self-acceptance they got a natural energy and and uh, they're empowered to say no when opportunities come along that are not them brian thank you for being here and and just so clearly explaining the role purpose inventory and check out the show notes and again a lot of other information that's on there if you want to be involved in the school learn more about this in our school we get into this you know even with more yes a lot more right. than we had time here too today so thank you for joining us today on the larry carter leadership podcast brian thank you for being here and and just so clearly explaining the role purpose inventory and, and this is where we learn these small changes we can make in our lives or make a massive difference as we apply them and not only change our lives but it will be a blessing to the lives of those whom we serve god bless Thank you for listening to Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. If you want more information about any of Larry's books, daily devotionals, small group resources, or any other teachings, go to LarryKreider.com.